small business, big advice. Welcome to the Very Good Marketing Podcast, where small business owners, employees, or just marketing fanatics can learn how to grow a business on a budget without wasting any money. Welcome to the Very Good Marketing Podcast. My name is Shannon and I'm here with small business marketing consultant and expert, Amy Miosevich. And today we're going to continue talking about turning visitors into leads and how to ensure your website is high converting. So Amy, where would you like to start today? Um, so before we start the podcast today, I want to, um, I want to tell you a quick story because it's kind of related to what we're going to talk about, but it's also kind of funny. So the other day I, I was, I had a problem with my car, uh, took it in for a service and I had uh, a loan vehicle and uh, it was time to return the loan vehicle and, and you know, like I've got a toddler and a dog and um, generally it's quite hard to keep my car quite tidy. Anyway, um, I was about to return the loan vehicle and, and my husband said, well, um, just make sure it's like it's clean before you take mm-hmm. it, take it back. And I looked at it and I looked at it and I was like, oh, it looks pretty clean actually. Like I'm pretty surprised. Anyway, I... Um, I rocked up uh, back at the dealer to drop the loan car off. And the way that I parked the car must have been like in, at a different angle or in the sun or whatever. And obviously what, my, yeah, obviously what my son had done is like walk around the car, dragging his fingers multiple times. And all you can see is dust and these like stripes of finger marks down the side and handprints everywhere. And at one point, I think it looks like he's driven his car down the side because you could see little tiny, like, um, I guess, track marks. (laughs) And I was mortified. And um, I didn't know what to do at this point because I thought if I get, like, a cloth out and start, like, wiping it, they'll see me like I'm right there. So I just pretended like nothing had happened. But I guess, look, it's, it's one of these things where you look at something and you look at it and you look at it and you know that, like, you know what you're looking for. And then suddenly you see something in a different light, literally a different mm-hmm. light, and you're just completely mortified. Um, and it kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today, which seems far-fetched, but let me um, preface it a bit more. So last time we got together, we had Cindy with us, and we were talking about websites, and we were talking about a few of the myths or misconceptions and, and stuff that I guess um, a lot of small business owners and micro-business founders don't, don't kind of, um, I guess, understand about websites before they really get into the mm. nitty-gritty. Um, and, and look, it's a really tough piece of marketing to tackle and do correctly and and like I was saying last week budgets are are varied and outcomes are varied and what you're looking for can often be different and and I wanted to make sure there was like a bit of a unique formula that that we could put forward to help businesses kind of tackle this part of their marketing and convert visitors into leads with the best possible outcome Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time when I go through some of these elements if you already have a website What's going to happen is you're going to, and I want you to, go over to your website after we've gone through that list and think about all the things we spoke about and you will see your website in a completely different light. Um, Sometimes you look at something for ages and ages and ages and then suddenly when you uh, know what could be different or where, I guess, the opportunities lie for improvement, it becomes such a big obvious thing Mm -hmm. there's one that we're going to talk about today which is call to action messages um there's a huge percentage of people that don't even have a button or anything that says uh get in touch or 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 contact us and if you go to your website and you're like oh my goodness 
I don't have a way for people to get in touch with me. I don't yeah. even have a button that says it. Or I have 12 different buttons that all say different things. That mm-hmm. must be pretty confusing. It's one of those things you can't unsee once you've seen it. Yeah, and I think we did touch on it last episode how um, – Sometimes when we're close to a subject matter or the the heart of the business, Mm. you get bogged down in the detail as opposed to the practicality of the website itself as well. So I think when you spend all that time staring at it and tweaking it and adding content and doing this and doing that and adding images, editing images, taking images down, um, (laughs) you lose a bit of sight of like what the functionality of the website is and what the actual purpose of the website is. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, an overwhelming task to tackle. It's one of the biggest marketing tasks. I mean, um, some companies spend months and months and months and months building their website because it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to make sure that that time can kind of be reduced. And there are so many things that don't need to be on a website. Uh, I mean, contextually, what we're looking at is something that helps someone get to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So the website isn't supposed to sell your products and services. It's not the be-all and end-all. The idea behind a website is to help a visitor become a lead. So all you want to do is encourage someone to inquire or pick up the phone or whatever it is. I mean, this is obviously different if you've got a website that's an e-commerce website. Um, but a lot of the time, you're asking someone to become a lead in some capacity. You might be asking them to give away their email address. And all you're trying to do is encourage them to take that little step and become a little more intrigued. So hopefully that kind of mindset will help you tackle your website a little bit uh, with a little bit more confidence or um, put a little bit less pressure on it. Yeah. And I've got a bit of a list. Um, there are seven things that I believe are completely essential to a website. I think I prefaced this last time. They all start with S, kind of. But the reality is I think only one starts with S. The rest just have S's in them. Um, I'm going to talk about six of them today. Okay. And then I'm going to save one for next week because what I want to do next week is I want to talk about soft leads, which does start with S. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, a, um, it's an important part, I guess, of a business marketing strategy. And we hear about it a lot. We hear about lead generators. We hear about email lists and building your email list and all this kind of stuff. And I want to make sure that we can talk about it and... and um, introduce it in a way that's not overwhelming because I definitely don't think that uh, having and collecting emails and and having like a lead generator is the be all and end all for a business I think it could be in there but I don't think it's one of the biggest bottlenecks I think it's more like an add-on once you've got everything else sorted so did that make a lot of sense yeah yeah cool (laughs) all right so I'm going to go into the six things so the six S's. The first one I want to talk about um, when it comes to your website, and we touched on it last week, is um, the first impression. So that above the fold piece. So when you load a website, it is the first thing that you see. And Cindy mentioned last week that our brains kind of read from left to right. So we're looking for uh, like a Z shape. Yeah. So you're going from the logo across to your contact buttons, uh, through the header image and the message, and then maybe across... Um, to your call to action buttons mm-hmm. that are sitting down the bottom. So um, a good way of looking at this is the, the first six seconds. So the six second impression that someone has. Um, and there's some key parts of this that every business needs on their website. So I've got an example here I'm going to bring up. Um, this is a fictitious business, okay. <laughs> um, but it's based on a lot of the same elements that I see over and over again, especially in the health industry. I think that a lot of companies that work in the health industry, um, they're a little bit are scared maybe um there's a lot of regulations Mm. um that come with having a business in that industry and and you're really not supposed to i guess market yourself Mm. uh in a in the same way that i mean another uh consumer product would market themselves yeah having worked in health yeah yeah definitely um things are a lot stricter and 
<clears throat> you can't make unsupported claims. Absolutely. You can do that when you're selling socks and whatever. Like, yeah. no one really cares. Um, so, this is an example here. And, and it's, um, it's an example for someone that provides cognitive communication um, support as a speech pathologist. Mm-hmm. Um, and her website here, this is the six-second impression that you get. And this is... A, this is arguably not a bad website Mm -hmm. i mean what she's done is she's got a logo in the top corner um she's got her menu along the top and then she's got the word contact and then it says very clearly what she does cognitive communication speech therapy and then it's a picture of herself arguably not it's not a bad website. no not terrible but let me go through what these six things are and i'm going to show you how you can dramatically increase um the conversion rate from visitors to leads so this is her six second impression now six second impression um A six-second impression needs to tell someone a few things, Mm -hmm. right? You need to be able to tell someone within six seconds what problem it is that you solve, how you sell it, like what your solution is, I suppose, and how someone's going to be able to get in contact with you. Mm -hmm. So um, when someone loads your site, you want to know really clearly that this person is a speech pathologist. They and, And in this instance, she only worked with adolescents and children. Um, and she would like you to either submit a referral or inquire with her business. Mm -hmm. So straight away, there's a few things that are kind of missing. In fact, you don't really know whether she sells anything at all. She could be someone that's It could be educational. It could be explaining what cognitive communication speech therapy is. Exactly. She could be doing a PhD on it. Like there's no real um, way that her website is actively asking you to inquire. Um, The other thing that's missing, and this is a really important one too, is a lot of people have um, company names that don't say what it is they do. Mm -hmm. And that's why I've chosen an image here instead of words. If your company is called Greenleaf, but you're a speech pathology company, right? You really have to make sure that your logo is backed up with what you do. So a lot of the time, if your logo says speech, Greenleaf speech therapy, and that's up in the top left corner, um, you might not necessarily have to say speech therapy on uh, the first six second impression because it's covered in your logo. If your business name doesn't clearly explain what you sell, make sure it's on that first six second impression. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that kind of... But you don't have to repeat it if it's covered. I don't think you do. You can because there's a specific way that I wanted to go Mm -hmm. through this first message here and we'll talk about that in a sec. But it's definitely something to to make sure you keep in mind... um, when someone has a very short attention span, which we all do, having a business name that doesn't clearly state what it is that you do, it needs to be backed up somewhere. So if you've got a business card, and it, like just a normal business card, and your logo doesn't say what it is you do, please make sure that you've written it somewhere else. Because yeah, yeah. otherwise people just forget what you do. Yeah. If she handed me a business card and it just said Greenleaf, I'd be like, yeah, I don't remember what you do. We don't remember. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. So that's that six-second impression. I'm going to go through the pieces of it. So the first thing... Um, that you're going to do that you have to kind of cover on this page is um, this is the sitemap up the top that I want to talk about next. So um, a business normally, um, when they kind of build a sitemap, there's a lot of checkpoints that you kind of want to cover. And and it's not because uh, they are, do a really, really good, good job at selling your product on its own. It's because over time we've gotten used to seeing certain things on a website menu and all consumers are used to seeing it and it helps them navigate it quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this instance, again, you can't really see what it is she sells. Mm-hmm. So my recommendation for this would actually be to adjust the website sitemap that actually matches her business. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to keep home and about me. What I am going to recommend for her is changing um, about me to about us. And that's because part of her business goals is actually to grow her business. And and, um, I think that that's 
an important distinguishing factor. She does actually have a second person working for her business, this fictitious lady. And so it's very important that she makes sure that she yeah. doesn't rely on herself to sell the business. I mm-hmm. think that that's one of her goals. Then what I've done is I've, I've changed this one. Instead of cognitive communication disorders, it now says speech therapy services. Yeah, so you know exactly what she's offering. Exactly. And you know that it's a service that you want someone to buy. Um, and then that's a drop-down menu that actually spells out the different unique therapy services she provides. So within speech therapy services, she has different products. And she has a developmental language therapy product. She does receptive language therapy. And what she's trying to do here and what's really important that we consider when building websites is what... Um, what problems can you match with solutions that people already understand? Mm-hmm. Um, if she had a really unique, and we, we've worked with a client in, in this circumstance before, she had a really unique therapy service that she created herself. Um, and what was happening was she was using it on her menu and she was talking about it on her website, but because it was so new and people didn't understand the language, no one really engaged with it and no one became a lead because they didn't understand the wording and it was actually quite a complicated word um it was like a neuro-linguistic programming kind of one but she joined a lot of different therapy services together and created her own Mm -hmm. um and in this instance yes she provides cognitive communication speech therapy but that's a bit of an umbrella that covers um receptive and expressive language therapies and so she's kind of put it underneath here under her services and it's a lot easier then for people to connect with it especially if they have um, a referral for her business Mm -hmm. the next thing I've added is service locations and in this instance she's a traveling therapist and she actually provides services all across western Australia um, in the great southern region and up north as well so service locations is a really big one because a lot of the people she's targeting um, in her stranger to visitors part of her marketing method are actually regional support coordinators right. and regional companies. And if she's um, targeting, even if she started doing ads and stuff in Albany, when they get to her website, one of the first things you'll want to think about, when you, if, especially if you are trying to service a regional area, is those people are going to want to check straight away whether you service them because yeah. it's not an automatic assumption, especially mm-hmm. if you live in a remote community. Yeah. So we've added service locations on here and it's not a very common one I think for people to have but in this instance she's gone okay well I sell these services and I sell them to these regions and it's not common for someone to do that in my industry so I'm going to spell it out. So straight away you can see what she services are what she does and where she services. The next thing that I've added is the call to action buttons and I've put two in there. Most businesses and this is one of our other um, this is one of the six that we're going to talk about as well is the next steps. So we've covered a clear sitemap and these are the next steps. So we're on to point number three. Mm-hmm. Next steps has the word S. So that works. Um, so in here I've got two next steps and she has advised me that a lot of people have referrals when they come to her business and submitting the referral and attaching the referral as part of your inquiry is quite common yeah so what she's put on here is submit a referral because she reckons maybe 60 percent of the clients that talk to her have come through a referral so it means when someone's come on here it's very very easy for someone to submit that and that's something that's important to her business and it will definitely improve conversion rates because no one has to go looking then Mm -hmm. within the first six seconds of loading this they know what to do yeah and then inquire now is the main call to action so you can see it's in red um, you can see that there's a box around it and it's a little bit more, um, uh, what's the word? It's, it, it's more encouraging. It's not a passive word. Mm-hmm. So it's different to contact us or it's different to, um, uh, learn more. Like it's not a passive action. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's an action orientated, right? 
word and it it really clearly encourages someone to take the next and it's step. telling you what to do like mm. inquire now and if i think sometimes if it's a call to action that says talk to us it's kind of like well about what mm. it's very passive learn more is exactly the same what i think a lot of businesses miss out on is actually asking for the sale and being aggressive about it yeah if someone's on your website and you are using action oriented call to actions it's going to convert a lot higher than passive ones like that and that's really like statistically correct you can google the most high converting um call to action buttons and it will tell you ones like inquire now book a meeting book a consultation book um, now is my favorite for, ser- for service based. yeah definitely it's very very action orientated and i think that a lot of people get scared of using such um powerful words but if someone's ready to take the next step the last thing that you want is for them to fluff around you know, it's just one click. It's easy. It's done. That's mm-hmm. the kind of um, timing you're working with when it comes to decision making. People are fickle. Fickle. That doesn't start with an S. And pe- yeah, people just don't have the patience. Definitely. I, I don't have the patience. <laughs> no, no. And I don't either. And um, that, that, I guess that kind of, that top half there across that menu, that's a really powerful above the fold mm-hmm. um, kind of menu, logo, um, call to action setup that I think is going to make a massive difference. And we see it over and over again. Um, it's just, really funny because when you look at the first website, mm. you don't necessarily, and I think this is um, exactly the point we're trying to make today, you don't look at it and say, this looks terrible. No. At, like, at first glance, you don't... Um, you it don't really see what's not there yeah. Um, until you do take that step back. And, and I guess uh, if you were going through this process, if you were to do a bit of research and do a bit of a comparison with yeah. other websites that are out there, um, you would see what your website is missing on yeah. that first landing page. Um, but by no means do you open that first shot and say, that's terrible. That's I a terrible website. I can see website. a million things wrong with it. Yep. It needs this. It needs that. It needs the other. Yep. Um, it, it's not that obvious all the time. No. And I think that's one of the things that um, all of our listeners will find. If you go back to your website and you actually critically looked at it from a different point of view, I think you'll see stuff that you don't really Uh, you didn't really know were there Um, and they're not huge changes Mm -hmm. but they're little things that are actively going to make a difference yeah so um, that's that top bit there and then I want to mention this next part here so in terms of our um, our s's we've done the six second impression so we've talked about I guess that overall look and feel we've talked about the clear site map and then the next steps the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is um, is this message here so this is the above the fold message Um, there are three rules for this message Mm -hmm. We've talked about that a little bit in this podcast so far, but confusing messages and clever messages are the absolute worst thing that you can do when it comes to a website. And I think last week we spoke about it. It's We think that people are coming back to your website over and over again, so we think we have to change the message, and that is absolutely not mm-hmm. true. That is one of the biggest myths, I think, in marketing is that you need things to stay fresh. Not true. If something's working well, it's going to new people all the time because mm-hmm. that's how you grow your business. It's going to new strangers, right? So the messaging on your website, most of the time, it's new users that are seeing it and the message needs to be the number one most powerful message that your business can have on there. So there's, there's three rules and I think we might have spoken about this a little bit, but I think we did. let me give you the example. So you're either very clearly going to state what it is you do, you're going to promise to solve a problem or you're going to paint a picture of success. Mm-hmm. So the examples I always use are we help you become a pro in the kitchen, painting a picture of success. We stop your cat from clawing the furniture, it's promising to solve a problem and um, we sell books and we sell coffee. 
if you're a book cafe, right? All right, in this example here, what we've started with is cognitive communication speech therapy. Not bad. What do you sell? No, what not problem terrible. do you solve? What do you do? Um, this is the alternate. We support children and adolescents with language disorders build essential skills to reach their goals. So what you've got here is you um, clearly identify what it is you, you kind of sell, mm-hmm. so what you do. So children and adolescents is an important one because that's the target market. Language disorders is the problem that you're solving and then essential skills to reach their goals is the solution. So this is kind of encapsulating everything. But what we've added to this one is specialist support across Perth, Peel and Great Southern Region. So that is because that location part is an essential part of her service. Mm. So that above the fold straight away, you've loaded it, you see what's going on. Um, The next one I want to talk about is painting a picture of success. So, and this again, it ties into a couple of these S's. So um, this picture here that we started with, that's a picture of the therapist. Okay. I like it. She's pretty. She looks like Cindy. Yes, she does. Yeah. Nice and bright and welcoming. <laughs> my and son happy. saw this picture on my computer one day and said it was Cindy. This he is the thinks picture. everyone is yeah. Cindy also. <laughs> um, so that that's great and I really like that. And there is a time and a place for pictures. But what she is not is the hero of this story. Um, what is a more effective image is her, arguably that is not her but looks like her, working with a child yeah. on speech therapy. And what <laughs> this is doing is um, we are not all visual beings we are some some of us are written people and some of us like reading so having the right messaging on the site is fantastic right but for the other ones of us that do prefer visual mediums it's important we get the same kind of messages across really quickly yeah. in that six section impression and we can do it in imagery so what she's doing in this image is she is actually um, demonstrating who her target market is and she is demonstrating how she helps someone and she is not the hero of the story it's actually the kid because the kid is the one that's going to get um uh, help from her services and it's actually all about them and their goals mm-hmm. so most because this is a children and adolescent service the people that are inquiring are the parents and it's very important that you have um, a, a pictorial representation of their child on here because that's the reason that they've come in the first place so imagery wise which one is a more connecting oh image? definitely yeah definitely the the yeah two it's a really tricky one and a lot of clients that we work with it is very hard to represent like success or it's hard to represent clients without you know being insensitive and it's hard to do all that kind of stuff on that homepage. the worst thing you can do is go the opposite way and try and be so vague as to not offend anyone that you end up with like a picture of the Perth skyline and I think we mentioned that last week because that's like my pet hate yeah um get rid of the Perth skyline it just doesn't mean anything well it's it's kind of it's yeah unless you're selling the Perth skyline yeah I know it's just so hard um but again and I think people default to that because it's something that everyone agrees on Mm -hmm. and it's something that doesn't have those conversations about like um you know how can we not offend someone not excluding someone yeah how can we certain demographic yeah Yeah. definitely it's a really really tricky one um so this is just a stock image and it's a good example if you're really stuck see if you can find um something in action someone working on something within Mm -hmm. your business um something that's at at least a little bit more engaging than just um a static image um of a landscape or Mm -hmm. whatever it is um all right, so um, what we've done now is we've kind of gone through the first few. A picture of success is really important. And I guess that's what we've touched on here now is sidekick mode. So I call it sidekick mode because it starts with S. Um, and we talked about it a little while ago, but it's this idea of um, not positioning yourself as the hero of the story. So mm-hmm. actually positioning your clients as the hero. And this needs to happen across your entire website. 
Uh, and you see it a lot. You guys might notice it when you're looking over your website, but it's the websites that start with, we are Perth's leading speech pathology company that specializes in cognitive language disorders, or mm-hmm. we are, um, we have been around for 25 years and we are the best company in terms of website building, or um, I am a leading, blah, blah. it's that kind of thing where the customer's stuff doesn't come first. So that's the sidekick mode. So you have to make sure that your website is less about you and more about how you can help your customers, um, how you can make their life better. If you want to, and it is essential that you bring in yourself into the story, when you do bring it in, um, it's about talking about why you are the best person to help them um, in their context. So if you wanted to say that you have had 25 years working in the Perth Um, engineering industry instead of starting with that what you'd say is we can support you bring your projects to life through high quality engineering Um, our 25 years worth of experience in the Perth engineering industry means that you always get the best outcome and you can harness all of our company's knowledge to ensure that your product is finished um, perfectly every single time so when you do bring it in you're talking about it in the context of the person that's reading it Mm -hmm. You're always putting the customer at the center of what you're talking about. Yeah, it's really, really important. And it's a small change, but it definitely helps with conversions Mm -hmm. because it helps someone who's read it really feel warmly towards you and feel like uh, or or can imagine what their life is going to be like with your support rather than just picturing you and all of your successes. And especially as a small business, it's actually quite hard to connect with someone um, who has is in, a, I guess, a different stage of their journey to where you are yeah if that makes sense yeah and I guess I mean depending on what it is that you are selling whether it's a product or a service um people don't necessarily people don't always necessarily want like the award-winning this or Uh, the or the um you know most accolades or whatever because at the end of the day like I've had services from businesses that have won awards and this and that and the other and I've had a shocking service and I've been there maybe because of um you know I have fallen in the trap of we are this we are that and at the end of the day I didn't get what I wanted out of the business and um yeah then I've gone to another business like my second option has been to go to a business that has positioned themselves in that um you know we support you too or we can help you achieve this and um i've been a happier customer because of it but they've not been the award-winning this or yeah and i don't care as long as i'm happy when i leave that service or when i bought that product or whatever it is um then i'm then i'm happy oh it's a whole it's a whole different and it's a whole different way of marketing your business. Um, and, and an example I was thinking of while you were just talking is um, like a financial broking, brokerage company. Um, if you were a financial brokerage company and you headed it up with, we are the best in Australia, we have this many awards, people really you know, like working with us, um, our, we have a collective 110 years experience. And then you look at another company that says, we don't rest until we've helped you find the perfect uh, financial partner for mm-hmm. your new home or for your business growth. Um, we, um, we support you to achieve your goals through good and targeted financial planning and, and all that kind of stuff. It's a different kind of vibe. And I feel like a lot of consumers who are in that mindset will want to go with the latter because it's something that makes them feel like it's their life still and this person's just going to help them. But 
if that company then said, we know we can help you because we've won multiple awards for our mm-hmm. customer service, it's a different kind of conversation. Yeah, yeah it's, it's how it's framed. Yeah, so it's a, a different a different thing and it's small but it can make a really big difference so definitely don't underestimate the power of changes small changes that you can have um, when it comes to converting visitors into leads um, especially on your website it's not a whole rebuild that we're asking for it's just a few considered changes that make massive differences so the six that I've gone through um, and I know we've only had a short amount of time and there are so many more things that I'd love to cover but there's the six second impression so we've talked about that what mm-hmm. you see straight away the clear site map the next steps promising to solve problems so that's that piece we talked about just before is mm-hmm. is actually articulating how you solve someone's problems by talking about what they might be and that above the fold header mm-hmm. the other thing with that one that I might not have gone into enough detail in um, when you start writing the copy the more you can explain the problems that a customer has and acknowledging that you understand them the more you can connect with them based on things like empathy and um, and that kind of thing if you paint a picture of the problem that they've got now that gap between where they are and where they want to be seems a lot bigger. Mm -hmm. So it's a delicate one because you don't necessarily want to, um, I guess, offend them. But if you start off your copy with being like, you know, finding a financial broker is hard, Um, especially one that you can trust, especially one that you feel comfortable divulging your entire circumstance with. But getting the right financial partner or financial broker or financial partner in in your journey can make a massive difference when it comes to your um, your loan payoff period, when it comes to your financial health, when it comes to your ability to reach your goals. That um, paints a picture of the problem because what it gets someone thinking is, yeah, it is hard. I don't know where to start. I am very confused, but they get how hard it is which is great. They, they understand. understand me. Yeah. And then also what they've said with that is, yeah, if I don't get it right, it could be catastrophic. So it makes the problem seem really big. And then when this company comes in and says, you know, this is how we support you. We're focused on, you know, customer service and we want to make sure we can understand your whole picture and help you build a plan, not just for today, but for the next 10 years. And if you are a financial brokerage company, I've got some great copy for you that you can use. Um And then you can paint this picture for them of what that journey looks like. Um, And then when you say, and because we've had 25 years experience, we know you get the best outcome, um, book a free 15-minute consultation. Mm. That whole conversation and that language is so evocative. It's empowering. It demonstrates empathy. It helps you connect. And that's a really high converting um, language setup that I think any business can apply because there's always going to be a risk of not choosing your company, right? Especially if your company does better work than your competitors, which I'm assuming that it does. Um, If you really talk about what um, problem it is that you're going to solve and make that problem look really big, um, then you'll be able to position yourself easier as the best person to make it happen. So that is why I talked about solving problems. And yes, we bring it into the above the fold, but it's very important to continue that throughout the site. Picture of success. So yes, we talked about imagery. Do bring a picture of yourself into the mix, but probably not until a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we talked about sidekick mode. So they're the six things that I definitely think um, are the very first things that can make a big difference to your website. It's quite a hard one to um, get your head around, but there are so many examples. And once you see it and once you recognize it, you will never be able to go onto another website again without going oh goodness, what do I do next? What's the message? What? Or when you see a really great website and you're like, yeah, that's exactly what they want mm-hmm. me to do. Book a free trial or whatever it is. Like it's, that's my next step. It's very clear. It's all over the site. And hilariously, those six priorities have nothing to do with um, 
design, which is something was, we talked about last yeah, week. Yeah, I was just um, thinking that. It's got nothing to do with, I mean, a little bit of design in terms of picking the right image and yeah. making sure you've got your menu items, but not in terms of make sure your font is 12 points and yeah. uh, <laughs> comic sans or whatever. You know, it's not, not, it's not even that level of design. Nothing to do. And it's also, yeah, it's got really, it's a very simplistic view of what the product or service is that you're selling. It's yep. not pages and pages yep. of making sure that the people that you're marketing to understand the ins and outs of your business or yeah. your industry yeah. or your business model or the growth or the yeah. history. Like it's so simple. Yeah. It's not a complex thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely something that seems a lot bigger, but once you've tackled it and once you start small, and this is something Shannon that you and I have been talking about actually all week since we recorded that last podcast, you just have to start somewhere. Starting with this means you can build up and mm-hmm. you can respond to how the traffic's going and what kind of leads you get. But starting with this, like it's like you're starting on a great foot and you don't need to spend $50,000 to bring this stuff into your project. I mean, you can build your own website using these elements mm-hmm. very, very quickly. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the six steps. Next week, I'm going to talk about soft leads. Like I mentioned earlier, they're not one of my big bottleneck items i think it's definitely something to implement once you've got a bit of a grip over everything else but it is a, a game changer yeah so Exciting. yeah i'm very excited mm. thanks shannon thank you